Hello and a warm welcome all the Indian football fans here on NGI. Season is slowly but steadily inching towards its start with teams busy with their pre-seasons at various places across the league. While some are in Kolkata for the Duran Cup, others are polishing their skills at various centres in the country. While ATK involved a AFC Cup match in this week, they were up against FC Nasaf of Uzbekistan in their interzonal semi-final and were on the receiving end of a defeat. Well, that match and everything that making news in Indian football will be discussed in this episode of Injury Time. I'm your host, Naveen, and joining me on today's show are two guys who followed the sport from close quarters over the past few years. A man without whom the Injury Time journey will be complete. It is Sandeep. Let's just get him on board. Hey, Sandeep. Hello. How are you? How's What's Bangalore? Uh, mishap with the racer, so my face is different. Yeah, otherwise all good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting like this. <laughs> oh, probably, but I don't know for how long can you put up that. Well, without wasting much of time, let me call on the second guest for on the show today. He's someone who's followed uh, sport from a close quarters like, like I told you earlier. Before various hats being his surgeon and in football, started off as a fan, was a journalist, football journalist for a while, and then moved on to other roles. He's Orko Bhattacharya, and he's joining us from Delhi. Hey, Orko. Hi, Ravin. What's up? What's hi, Sandeep? How are you guys? Doing really well, man. I hope you're doing good in Delhi as well. <clears throat> yes, yes. The Delhi weather has uh, is, has mellowed down, thankfully. So, it's, it's right. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, like I was telling our listeners and viewers, uh, AFC Cup Interzonal Semi-Final, the biggest match that happened in the past week with respect to Indian football. ATK Mohan Bagan were in action against FC Nasaf of Uzbekistan. It would be a difficult match, but a 6-0 defeat is something that none of us foresaw, right, Orko? I can't say. <clears throat> I can't exactly say it's a surprise. Um, going into the match, we knew that it was going to be difficult. <clears throat> Nasaf have been playing their league. They have now played 19 matches in their league and their fifth. The the team which is top obviously goes to a Champions League and Pakhtador. Uh, I played this year also, and AGMK, who were last year's runner, also played the Champions League this year. I'm not really surprised because Mohan Bagan, uh, ATK Mohan Bagan, did not play, uh, have not played much football in the last few uh, months. Uh, Habas even refused to uh, play in the Turan Cup. He called it unprofessional. Didn't play in the Calcutta Football League also. So, ATK Mohan Bagan did not have any game time. I think the last match they played was a month ago. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was three matches. And they, I mean, they, those weren't the quality opposition that you had to play, you know, in order to, in order to play Nasaf, right? And uh, it was men versus boys. I mean, to be very honest, it, it wasn't, I mean, the contest was finished within the first 20 minutes. And uh, Habas didn't do, do himself any favors, you know, uh, by his selection and, you know, by his tactics and, uh, Curious to note that, you know, he dropped the the best performing Indian in his run to the title and he replaced him with Ashutosh and all most of goals, most of attacks came from that side, I think, as, as we're seeing. So, <laughs> I mean, one can only wonder what's going on in the camp right now. Well, Sandeep, how do you get it? Yes, Marco said it was supposed to be a difficult match and we were gearing up for that because, you know, team from Central Asia in the past, India has not fared well against Asian teams and Central Asian teams. And this was 
going to be no different. But the way and the manner in which ATK Mohan Bagan rose this match, did that surprise you? No, no, nothing really surprised me. Uh, what really surprised me was like we often spoke about the fact that this is going to be the biggest challenge for them. If you get over this, maybe the next round will be slightly easier. And the fact of the matter is, we only play the Southeast, South Asian teams for the whole thing. And then suddenly you reach a team, every single player in the opposition team could beat their man one-on-one. Every single one of them. Once you do that, now you can say they are better, we are not at the sharpest, we were not at the same skill level, whatever it is. But if you beat the man one-on-one, then suddenly the pitch opens up because there is space and then you move on. And we saw that time and time again. And for me, the first the first goal that went in, I had no idea what Carl McKee was trying to do because he just went up straight and headed it flat. You don't head it up far side, nothing. Just headed it straight at the other guy. The only excuse would be that he didn't see the ball, which I, I don't know if that is true. And once you go down 1-0, then it could have been 7, 8, 9 and all, or all in okay. They had so many better opportunities and uh, Amrinder saved a penalty also. Hmm. So, um, all in all, it's been good. Did Amrinder save or it hit the bar? It hit the bar. It hit the bar, yeah. So, they could have made it worse, but you know, it, it is what it is. But definitely not surprised. And uh, it sort of uh, makes you feel like, oh, what Goa did and how people reacted at that time. Like, oh, this is our level. And then how our national team coach also said that Goa did this. So, Adi did no, Goa did something exceptional at that level. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we just have to take, you know, hands off to uh, Ivan Ferrando and the team that he put out. And uh, Habas also, because I like Habas generally because he's a defensive coach. Because I like defensive football. But at the same time, when you go down against a better team as a defensive coach, I think you are sort of, if you're not going to change your tactics and go all out, it's, you know, one not game, it's just not going to work out. But the defensive core team considering six goals is crazy. Well, uh, Sandeep, nice that you brought FC Goa into the picture. This is the comparison that I was seeing on Twitter quite a bit, right? We were we are drawing comparisons to how Juan Ferrando and FC Goa approached, play, played out their AFC Champions League earlier in the year, the group stages matches. But this uh, this AFC Cup, uh, the stakes were different. Uh, expectations were different because historically Indian teams have done considerably well in the AFC Cup, right? Uh, or go. So, give, going by that, you expected ATK Mohan Bagan to go for the win. Like, the reason I say this is because you see the team that Juan Ferrando named for the AFC, uh, for the AFC Champions League. He removed his best striker. He depended on Ishan Pandit up front for the goal. The, the primary aim was to shore up the defence and if possible, if a chance pro- provides itself, hit on the counter and score those goals and, or else go for the free kick. Uh, go for a set piece. But in AFC Cup, you can't do that because it's a one-off yeah. match. It's a knockout. You're going for the win. So, how much did that bear on this? I, I saw the comparison on Twitter. And, you know, people said, oh, they played with two centre-backs and they played without the main striker. The main thing is this. before Even before the end of the ISL, he, he had stopped trusting Angulo. I think that was that much was pretty clear, right? Because Angulo was a goal hanger, is a goal hanger, Right. Uh, he just didn't suit the Goa style of play, and I think they'll be the first ones to admit it that he didn't suit. I mean, he he they they all they always preferred a striker like Koro, who can drop back, who can you know link up play, who can do all of that. And uh, Juan wanted someone like that, you know, uh, up front. So whichever he put Ortiz up front, and Ortiz could do that very well, right? 
so when you when you actually look at what goa did right as sandeep said they did a very good job of you know putting all the pieces together and you can say that you know he, he played with two cbs but the fact is that he played with four indians also in the front six right and they still got goals they still had a degree of control right which is what juan fernando bought to the entire goa setup right and uh, we speak about <clears throat> afc cup and all of that <clears throat> we the first time we face an west asian team we are always out right uh, even bfc's run to the afc cup final they faced teams from laos myanmar hong kong uh, and uh, thailand in in uh, johor baru so, malaysia right malaysia and johor baru so i mean where where was the chance to face a central asian team or a west asian team the class of opponents that goa faced were much higher than nasaf i mean to be very honest right and they more than held their own against um, against them so i don't think the you know comparison that you know oh habas went without any defender or you know no habas's team didn't have any control at all yesterday like he did not what do you say they they did not put up one cohesive attack you know and uh it's not just that i mean they were all over the place like those guys were breaking through at will the, we can point out a thousand factors but the fact is nasaf were playing with only one one foreigner in midfield i think the the 10 rest of 10 uzbeks right okay. people are also drawing comparisons with dempos uh, loss a decade ago right you have to remember that those uzbek teams were much stronger right they <clears throat> that uzbek team i think came to within one one win of qualifying for the world cup and <clears throat> that was the time where uzbekistan was a major force on, on the continent their level yes has dropped a bit yes but uh, to be honest no comparison no comparison i mean i think like i think i think even edu bedia put it out people will now respect goa's achievements for what they were and they massively overperformed they were not expected to do that they massively over they came close to winning a match in the in the in the acl and uh, to be very honest unless until we get a very favorable draw i don't see that happening to us or if we move to the east maybe because the west is stacked right and what ferrandos mended like i mean it's it just it's just nuts when you think about it right now right i would say we should just get away with get do with the west zone and east zone just have everyone together draw of lots who ends who ends up where we can decide yeah. but it's a lot of travel it's not easy so that's yeah i know that, that's the reason why afc has this west and east because it's a lot, lot of travel to travel from the west to the east and especially far east if you're playing a team in australia for a team that is in the west of asia that's just too much of travel yeah that's one of the reasons why afc has this west zone and east zone well sticking on to atk mohan bagan and the afc cup sandeep Mm, what do you make of what do you make of this like this result aside afc goa went to, into the competition in, into their afc champions league on the back, back of a season they played the entirety of the season and in the group stages whereas that's not the case with atk mohan bagan this is the start of their season how much how much does that affect the way you play yes there is a lack of match time and that was very much evident isn't it but we can't keep harping about the same thing every year no if you are not doing anything to systematically yeah. fix, fix the system, system right yeah. yeah there's nothing you can do and uh, there some people are saying we should have played duran cup and all duran cup is going on now how would they have played they would have played the second team and that team wouldn't have traveled anyway so all these kind of things are also a problem nothing is there is no system there is no structure if you know ahead of time where and who is going to play in which tournament and things you can sort of make it a point to ramp up your season as it goes but this is a one not game they thought uh, so what if they had done the whole camp and lost, still lost this game 
and then they have to take a few days off then again start pre season for the isl because that's still around two months away so it's a it's a system like you can't uh, nobody can complain other than the fact that uh, this has been going on for so many years and uh, just i don't know if it's an apathy towards fixing the solution i mean finding a solution or uh, just pure laziness that such thing has not happened little bit little bit we'll give for covid in the last two years because there were some parts but uh, generally but then we've been talking about this for 10 years 15 years so what's uh, what's but how, how do you how do you how do you explain uh these players who are also part of the national team you know and there are quite a few national teamers in in atk mohan bagan right how do you explain these national teamers putting up such performance i saw the striker yesterday the uzbeki striker he was getting in between the two center backs like it was nobody's business the the, the two guys were at at you know at sea and everyone yeah. was you know that goal like, is all right he just walked through the center yeah they were all walking through the center they they It, it didn't seem like they were playing at full full gear, right? They uh, that Khuisan, uh, I think that that was the name of the striker, right? He was continuously getting in, and I think it, it the scoreline was flattering to ATK. I I I I feel because um, it it could have been much worse. Yes, they did. I mean, uh, they had twenty nine shots. I I I saw I saw Nasa had twenty nine shots, and they very well could have been you know worse. Seriously. So how do you explain? people playing in the national team performing like this right someone's written here that remove them from national team then i think we should remove all the national teamers because i don't see how anyone could have done any better you know with with these with these tactics and with this i don't know like i think it was just all over the place and there was no clear identity i had no idea what they were trying to do to be very honest right attacks kept breaking down uh I can't remember. I don't know if you guys can remember. I can't remember a single time that ATK entered the D. I can't remember hmm. a single time. Yeah. I, I I don't think they had any shots on target per se. Did they enter the D? But did anyone have a touch in the D? Did Roy Krishna have a touch in the D? I don't. I can't no, even recall. Not very. Well. I, I can't recall either. Yeah. Recall. And uh, these are some of the best. And he left his best creative player, so-called. You know, he left Liston Colasso. People have been speaking about Liston Colasso, but he left him on the bench, right? uh the same thing i made for prabir right uh, you had prabir who had a electric season when they won the uh, you know when they won but it's not about individuals it's not about individuals. i won't say you know because tiri was missing because jingan was missing no it was just a lack of control altogether right uh, then it's again we go back to fc go fc go had a measure of control on the matches they changed themselves they adapted themselves they had a measure of you know when to push when to stay back when to go right there was zero cohesion here like i mean like we couldn't even if we couldn't cross a half line right uh, i don't know like in in terms of like i would term it inshallah football that that that, that was what it was <laughs> yesterday it was inshallah football so basically all that happened yesterday was uh, sunday singhans market rate went up by 10 crore Yes, because we are always looking at the short-term fix. We are always saying, "Oh, Sandesh was here, then we would have only lost three 0 It would have been better, I feel, like looking yeah. at this. Yeah, it would sure. have been better. Sure, sure, but I mean, yeah, he would have just like dived around a bit, huh. and, like put his leg here See, and there. That's that's what you need, also, right? When you have those low crosses, you need that first centre back to block it. Yeah. Then, then someone else watch it. Yeah. Oh. I'm saying someone else will come and make the argument saying, "Oh, you know, Danny Bath was here. If PIOs were allowed, maybe they would have 
consider it less right so th- these are always one solutions that you give right you never give system systemic solution you always give individual solutions if dao oh, if dani bathwell maybe three nil you were lost oh if maybe dilan markandeya had played you know we wouldn't have we wouldn't have done this finding all these names man <laughs> huh? why are you getting all these names man that sure no i follow indian football twitter i follow indian and, football twitter and these names have been doing the rounds right and there are some some people who are always you know they get up in the morning and they do pio 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 so <laughs> i mean i i'm only getting those names from them right so <laughs> i see the markande what is it dilan markande yeah yeah i mean yeah but don't put this idea in anyone's head sorry and just to just an idea to viewers if anyone saying pio he's either deluded or he's a propagandist sorry that that is what it is one of the two yeah Well, and listen, just... Uzbek oh. had ten. There two ten Uzbekis on the field. Okay, so there is no, there is no question of any. There was no persons of Uzbeki origin on the fucking field, <laughs> right? There was was no... it a striker like some eighteen, nineteen year old guy, young boy, right? With uh, yeah, nineteen year old. He, he's nineteen year old. He's had a good numbers also. Like, <laughs> what? The that was crazy numbers that Darren was reading out. I was like, my yeah. god, yeah. these numbers are crazy. उजबेकिस्तानीस्तान what we saw and how we saw nasaf play that match well all the best for nasaf moving ahead into the competition in the cup 2020 if one thing if i could sum up uh, this is again another uh, wake up call stakeholders of indian football where you need to get the system please begin with uh, aligning your calendar with the afc calendar so that teams don't go blank into the end of the competition so that's the thing that you need to do moving on guys uh, pre season is going on duran cup got underway over the past few weeks इंस्पायरिंग I mean controversies and all. I don't know. I mean it's been a bad. Uh, I mean it's been raining cats and dogs in, in in Bengal. So what can you do? First of all, that is there. And secondly, some of the pitches are not great. That is also there. Some refereeing has not been great. But these are that these are all things that always. So uh, to find make an excuse out of this. I mean I understand Goa getting pissed off uh, with the way the whole thing was handled. But uh, again, that's part and parcel of the game sometimes because they do put reckless tackles and things like that. And uh, yeah, turf has been bad. So I spoke to Richard Hood uh, a couple of days ago. He is going to play the quarterfinals, and he has said three games for them was three conditions. One was a terrible ground, one was a slushy ground, one was a good ground with uh, sunshine. So it all varies for different people, and he's okay with it. It's just a challenge that you have to deal with it and move on. So. I don't see much point on these complaining. Having said that, the rain has been so bad that you saw Goa's training ground has been flooded and all. So these are things that you can't really control unless you don't conduct the event at this time in Bengal. 
So, and that's not going to happen for another five years. So, uh, probably See, this is outside But if they don't fix these things uh, as it is, top teams don't come with the full squad. Yeah. And if they don't feel, finish these things, they won't bring their foreigners and also yeah. that's See, something that. To be honest, I think a lot of ISL teams have got flagged for not fielding. Yes, I understand the legacy of Durand. And uh, honestly, I'd also want it to be like recognized as some, you know, what is a cup competition, right? A, a official cup competition in India. But to be honest, if this is the quality of grounds that, that keeps coming in, if this is the quality of refereeing, and to be honest, the refereeing hasn't been up to scratch again, again, right? So, I mean... More and more teams will give it a miss. And for example, if Goa do lose Ortiz for the season, do not expect them to come back with their strongest squad next year, right? I mean, because uh, they they pay a lot of money to these foreigners, right? And and to lose them, you know, at a juncture like this is unforgivable, right? I mean, they they can't they can't fathom it, right? So uh, I really won't blame anyone for not fielding their 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 strongest squads. But yes, at the same time, you know, if you want game time, you know, 80 KMB. If you wanted game time, then Durand <laughs> Cup Durand Cup was a very good place to start, right? So is the CFL, to be very honest, right? right? You look at you look at Mohammedan, they're fielding their first choice squad in the CFL, right? And they've lost two games. They've played five games, they've got seven points, right? So what the Durand Cup has proven is that there is very little difference between like top tier teams and so called fourth tier regimental teams right for my honest advice to indian football teams take match experience as and when you get it don't say oh this is not worth it or that is not worth it right until unless you're playing on an entirely slushy field which like like uh, i think uh, sandeep said you know even richard's team played but you just have to make the most of it to be very honest right you just have to take game experience as and when you get it Right, there is no running away from it. Correct. Well, this brings us to the question that Roshan, one of our regular listeners, had posted on Twitter: uh, Should the Durand Cup be played at another time in the year so that it doesn't end up as a degraded preseason tournament for big teams to avoid injury? Yeah, if they have time, I mean, there is a lot of time to play games in India uh, to fix the games. Generally, Durand Cup used to be in Delhi in uh, December in the winter. Yes. Along with the DCM and the Chief Minister Cup, etc. So, that was a historically how they played it. So, now you just have to find a way to do it. I think they'll do it at this time only. It's generally, always been like this now for the last two, three years. Mm. So, uh, it's just that it, I don't like to keep saying this, but we just don't look at anything from the long term. We just keep looking at it from the next two months or mm. next one year. What can we do? How much hype can we create? But at the end of the day, it's about the development of the players and to see where football goes. Like imagine a fan who comes into ISL or I-League or whatever it is now. He watches this for 10 years and then at the 10th year, he'll be like, this is going nowhere. I'll watch the Premier League or whatever it is where it's more entertaining. So, the market, you have to catch the market. And for the market to be caught, you have to improve. There has to be some new challenges that keep coming in. If you don't have a long-term vision, nothing's going to happen. I, I was having a watch along with the Premier League fan yesterday and the, uh, my friend is a Liverpool fan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he switched off in the 20th minute. He, he's like, this is embarrassing. Like, like you know, this is embarrassing. This is giving me some, some PTSD. This is giving me. I, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, remember the Aston Villa lost from last yeah. year? Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> he, he, he's like, I'm not going to watch this, right? 
no even if you know the astro like he's like you know at least they they strung together some two three moves like he's like this is like this is like rank amateurs against some some professional team so he so he switched off immediately yeah but but sandeep is right you know uh, i don't know why we we we, we can't uh, do it uh, as a what do you say as a mid season tournament we can very easily uh, we can have a home and away format also for durand cup if the overlords you know of the teams allow but uh, i mean everywhere we've seen that cup competitions go hand in hand with the uh, leagues right okay, okay. so i mean everywhere the leagues are held you know simultaneously with the cup competitions in season right you just have to like set apart like one weekend or even like uh, mid week right we are anyway used to mid week matches right so so might as well have have it uh, during the season i mean and the season gets extended by what a maximum of 3 weeks because considering if you play uh, the the winning team has to play like six cup matches and that's a match every like 3 4 days It gets extended by a maximum of 3 weeks right. so i think uh, there are deeper issues obviously and there are some which we can't we cover the board also but yeah uh scheduling who's in charge of scheduling first of all right and that is a number one question right number two uh are those in charge of scheduling comfortable with football season getting extended because this is the truth right once if football the season gets extended to 6 7 months right it creates a higher brand recall it creates a higher brand value right there are potentially other properties which might be in danger right right so who knows who knows what the thinking behind behind this is you look at it from another perspective also generally you play the whole season and you play for the big prize at the end okay. so for the i league two teams they start the season with the most important game of the season yeah correct Yeah. because then they haven't played for a while they are trying to get their things together and they have to prepare and play the most important match without any rhythm other mm-hmm. than the four five games that you might have mm-hmm. and then if you go through sure you can continue to have a longer season probably mm-hmm. but you don't play for the prize at the beginning that's not how it happened that has happened at the end of the previous season so that's one thing and secondly also um, the i league too that has been scheduled now which is sort of cramped in between there are i think rajasthan is playing a game on the 4th the 6th the 8th and the 11th 468 yeah. is with the days gap mm. that's that's nearly inhuman if you're playing at 1240 1230 in the afternoon and 345 if there it's a it's a artificial turf uh, if it's got sun is out it's going to be really hot so and there is a recovery time to play you know all these kind of things so scheduling has been quite quite uh, not the best mm-hmm. But so, it's it's always this way, right? I mean, are we surprised? Isn't it always this way? But last year they had a three-day gap. I mean, three-day gap, yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you just have to figure out all these things uh, and get it right. Well, moving on to a little bit of footballing questions. Uh, Trevor Pereira wants to know: first part is top teams and look at Durand Cup as a pre-season tournament, which I think we have discussed uh, at length so far. And the second part of his question is: which team has impressed you the most? I start with Sandeep. Sandeep, which team has impressed you among the Durand Cup competitors? Um, FC Goa has looked good, uh, quite quite comfortable, I would say. They didn't, uh, you know, set the world alight or anything, but they've been quite comfortable. Um, Uh, CBU I liked because they showed some grit and guts to fight back a couple of times, and uh, Bangalore I've seen uh, when they went down two zero I was thinking oh 
this is a young team they haven't played a lot of football uh, you know at this level and at, which demands a lot of you know attention and things and the concentration effort which they put in and that's that was a great win and i'm going to take some credit for ajay chetri because uh, i asked about uh, him to navshad musa the day before and he said he has to show some uh, what do you call passion on the field that he needs to put himself out there he's got all the skills and i didn't he had a good game i'm not saying he had a great game but he scored the crucial penalty and things like that so these three teams have been quite impressive i think uh, for me at least these three have been impressive or what about you which team our services teams are good Uh, they played well. Uh, they couldn't score, and the two goals. If you look at the two goals, the BFC considered they were outstanding goals. Mm. So uh, they were missing a lot of simpler chances to score the more spectacular ones. So, mm. Yeah. For, uh, for me, I think I have to agree with Sandeep. The two two Bengaluru teams, <clears throat> I think FCBO, uh, the win against Mohammedan will give them a lot of confidence. I think Richard uh, came out and said after that, saying, "Say you know, we belong at this level. We belong at the I League level, and I think that proves it." And it was a good uh, it was a good victory i feel uh, you know i do feel they do belong at that level but uh, you know the ili qualifiers are sometimes like a wild west shootout you never know what's going to happen it all comes down to that number 9 right and uh, the guy who the people who have the number 9 that you need for the qualifiers is delhi fc they have the man plaza right so so you know they you will be wary of that uh in group b i feel uh, i think army green did really well right the, we saw a couple of outstanding games from them uh, the bengaluru reserves as sandeep rightly said and uh, you know i think uh, uh, musa did well some some guys saying delhi fc yes uh, although delhi fc's uh, performance against indian navy was uh, a bit below par but uh, they were good against kerala blasters when it counted they came good against blasters uh, and uh, i feel the army red team also was very well and uh, what we saw the good thing with army the army and the navy and all of these teams were that we saw a bunch of indian players right who uh, who did not really who don't spend the entire year training together right come in and you know perform cohesively which is good we saw a lot of indian center backs we saw a lot of uh, indian strikers i i at least saw a couple in each position that that impressed me for sure right so uh, my only you know my only request to these guys would be to i know and i know some of these like for example crpf we know plays in the punjab league we know that indian air force plays in the uh, plays in the delhi du super division we know indian navy uh, kpl if if i'm if i'm right uh, plays in the kpl so my only uh, you know my only request to to these uh, you know whoever's in charge of these regimental teams would be to get more game time so that we get all indian teams and we know that there are good talents how will we ever know that there are good strikers if there are no strikers playing but there are the regimental teams we saw that there are a couple of good strikers playing there are a couple of good defenders playing right so yeah for sure for sure i think these all these teams impressed me well there are very many questions that need to be answered but i'll bring it up as and when we go about the show moving on to the next topic is uh, is the under 23 team that ego stimach has named for yeah, the games about the kerala blasters we will come back to it because there are questions okay. on that so i i'll pose the questions and we can discuss on them then so moving on uh, the under 23 a- 
Asian Cup qualifiers is, is supposed to later this month and Igor Shimaj has named a squad. Uh, I saw your initial reactions on the WhatsApp group that we have, but I'll just pull up the team here first up. Then we can go about having a chat on that as well. Guys, that's the team that uh, Igor Shimaj has named. Few deserving guys, few misses, few hits. Uh, what's your take, Sandeep? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say much about the team as such. But I, what I would say is, everybody's gone behind the team. I When I got the thing, my first reaction was to tweet about the camp. Because the camp is from 17th to 20th, 20th in yeah. Bangalore. Yeah. 21, they fly off. 25 is the first game. Three-day camp for an under-23 event doesn't go too well now, does it? I mean, you can argue these guys are playing, some of them are playing AFC, some of them played Durant Cup, whatever, whatever. But you would have you would have thought of a longer camp would have been ideal. But <clears throat> yeah, that would be my thing. And in terms of misses, uh, Nemil, I think, you know, probably deserved a look-in. I'm not saying start him or take him to the squad, but as in probables, I don't think uh, 28 or 29 to 30 would have made any difference. So, uh, maybe him coming in just to see, have a look at him because he's got a lot of hype. Uh, we've heard a lot of things about him for a long time. Uh, it's good to see that most of those things are actually true, at least as far as we've seen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this fellow is missing out. Anwar Ali is missing out. Again, that's a big talking point for a lot of people. But I, I personally have no opinion about that either. Well, Orko, what about you? Like, uh, how did you react to the squad? That ego stream matches announced for the 123 competition. Well, it was a two pronged reaction. I'm not going to go into individual names, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Nemel is the one big miss. Um, I mean, I think I, I said it. I said it on, uh, you know, uh, I I think someone just said on Mohammed Nemel. How come his sudden revelation now at Oran Cup? He was playing in the RFIS uh, setup. Uh, he also spent a year in Spain. Uh, you know, Nemil, I think, has been a very closely guarded secret. But uh, just my answer to Mucha Cojones would be that, uh, you know, Nemil is different, definitely a different class of player for me, right? Uh, he has that one thing which a lot of Indian midfielders lack, which is decision making. Like, Nemil just seems like a guy with half a second more on everybody else. I think we saw that in Duran, like, the kid's class, right? Yes. Uh, I think there were patches of matches where he didn't do very well. But yes, like he just oozes class, this, this kid. So, uh, I'm not at all surprised. Uh, and uh, yes, Mr. Cohon is some of us who've been following Indian football. Yes, have been hearing Nemil's name for three, four years. We've obviously not spoken about it because there's no point speaking about a player unless and until he does something, right? So, uh, apart from that, apart from that, I just feel there are some... In the in the in the team who haven't played for a couple of years, right? So, I mean, those selections make no sense, right? To me. Uh, secondly, I feel, what is the aim with our under twenty three? Because when a, when a, when a Japan, a South Korea, a Uzbekistan, when anybody fields an under twenty three team, right? They fill it with 19, 20 year olds who still have like you know their three years, four years under the age limit, right? It's meant to be a developmental squad. It's not meant to be a squad meant to go and win the whole tournament. Yes, I know some people might say, oh no, how, how dare you say that? How dare they not, they don't win, win, right? But I see a lot of national teamers here. I see a lot of established national teamers here, right? 
so i really don't get the logic until I, so it's very clear that we want to win and we, we want to win badly right i honestly feel these national teamers could have been given a rest and you know maybe they could have been replaced with 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 guys you know who 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 you know those three matches would be invaluable experience for for those guys right that's that's my only take but as i'm not going to go into individuals yes but if i was to go into individuals i would say that you know i'd keep exactly half the squad and half i would change because there are not just nemil and someone said anwar ali yes if you know anwar ali is fit to play that is also again definitely a big miss but let's not go into individuals let's look at what the thinking behind the team is right the thinking behind the team is to win right we have we have uh, the indian team's first choice left back in the indian under 23 team which is again a bit baffling to me right so that's just one example for me and on nemil uh, we have been keeping tabs on him again like orko said not really spoken about him but over the last year i had asked uh, tarando i knew hasim when we did an interview or something in the post season tarando went to see him play i don't think he got to see a lot because neville got injured a little bit and their season was also winding down and there was a it was a big call from mexico actually they wanted to see if they were thinking in two minds whether to keep him again one more year over there or bring him back to india and eventually they decided to bring him over Yeah. Uh, big things are expected of him. We saw some training ground footage as well here and there about how uh, what kind of a player he can be. Mm-hmm. So he is. There is a lot. So if he if he can keep this level, FC Goa has so much option in field with Brandon and Nogueira and uh, the no. new signings that you have. Princeton. Mid- no. Yeah, and you have uh, Princeton midfield and then wide players also. You have. I think I know they've let go of Frankie Boam on loan, loan but they still have Makanjote and all these guys. So. they are able to turn like and not really drop levels in terms of players being replaced mm-hmm. all of them are like for like yes different characteristics but the level is almost the same mm-hmm. and uh, sky is the limit for this boy but uh, he's a he's from calicut my uh, my own place so i've had a special look out mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. but uh, let's go for the side and he keeps his foot on the ground seems like a very uh, measured young man he's a very level headed kid yeah, yeah, yeah. from from all my conversation with all stakeholders seems like a very level headed kid uh, nemils actually been spoken about since he's 15 right but like i said i mean what is the point of us hyping up like i mean we are the last people who should do that right what is the point of us hyping up a guy who's not yet to play senior football right i mean and like sandeep correct me if i'm wrong junior football counts for absolutely nothing absolutely yeah. nothing in the yeah. chasm between junior and senior is very very deep you have the, you have the elite leagues after yeah. the elite leagues you have the state leagues which are of a higher level then you have the second division then you have the i league and then you have the isl right there's so many steps in between right yes nemil for more information for you know uh, musha kohones nemil yes he did uh, you know perform really well in the next gen cup that reliance used to hold a lot of scouts went there and they went gaga over this kid right this kid was a number one product from the reliance batch that graduated everyone wanted him but i think uh, and i think he chose wisely i think he chose rightly that you know that he went to the best setup where he could develop under a coach who will absolutely get the best out of him right and you, even nogera for example you can see the link they are already developing in the duran cup it's huge yeah, friends uh, nogera speaks they speak to each other a lot nogera yeah. something in learn 
apparently yeah. his scanning is not great at the moment uh-huh. but uh, rogera is helping him and because he speaks spanish hmm. it's much easier for them him to communicate with the coach yeah. and with the player yeah. and kudos to the management also they could have taken a very short term call and said oh no you can call him back you know he has to play on this year all of that he said no let's let's wait it out let's let's look at the long term development let him play one more year there right because he wouldn't have got as much game time here as he was getting there right at fe grama and all of that so i think that's another again another brilliant call i for for my money's worth i think this this kid is a star this kid will do really well i don't want to hype him up i don't want to jinx it but scanning yes but the decision making it just seems like he has half a second more than the other indian players right and this is something we've always cried this is something we have always you know spoken about right this like when we when indian players take decisions they take 10 decisions they take they get two right right nemil seems to be an upgrade on on all of this right all right yeah well guys there's one more question pertaining to the under 23 will there be entries for this team before they compete in that qualifiers i don't think so right? i don't think so they have a four day camp or three day camp so yeah i, I doubt it uh, and they would argue that they played soft and so that is uh, training enough so. all right that about the under 23 championships uh, just a reminder for all our viewers and listeners uh, india is grouped alongside uae kyrgyzstan and oman in group e of the qualification <laughs> where the table topper gains a direct entry into the finals of the competition while the four best uh, runners up across the 11 groups uh, will go into the mm-hmm. finals of the competition. can we also give the history to our listeners Can we also give the history to our listeners? How many times has India qualified for the? How many times has India qualified? Please tell tell the listeners as how many times has India qualified for the for the final round of the under twenty three competition. No, you tell you tell us you you are on the page so you you tell us you tell us. I think I know the answer. It's, it's the it's the one generation we had. had some really yeah. good players we had in that generation. Hmm. I mean, some of them went somewhere, some of them didn't. So. Hmm. Once, what what I remember well. <laughs> yeah, once. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, that about the under twenty three competition. Uh, there there was some news on the women's football front as well. Uh, Kerala will be hosting a four nation tournament in the build up to the uh, AFC Women's Nation Cup, which is due next year. Mm-hmm. Until uh, last episode, we were talking about what will the team do, how will they prepare. Now there seems to be some sort of clarity. There will be a competition. We we are not very sure who these uh, competing teams will be in that competition, but. Something's better than nothing, right? Yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, well, Bangladesh, I think, is playing against Nepal or something, right? So uh, Bangladesh are out. Nepal are out of the Asian Cup uh, qualifiers. Yeah. By the no, way. no, I'm saying is uh, that these teams are finding ways to play at this time. Ah. Uh-huh. And uh, it's only mandatory and expected that India also find people to play. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Now look at the comparison also. When the under 17 World Cup was happening, Indian boys were traveling the entire world for four years in preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, yes, COVID is there. Yeah, you know the travel restrictions, all that is true. But the team was only put together maybe in the last uh, what one year, one and a half years. Mm-hmm. So that's stretching it a bit, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Their under 17 team that they had pulled together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole team is now overage, so you have to. So next time you have to figure out a new team. So what, what do you want to do now? 
it's all structural issues these are not uh, rocket science it's just structural issues that uh, people have ignored again and again and again hmm. so uh, just uh, just uh, for some what do you say uh just for some clarity uh, our friends who we play very regularly in the women's circuit nepal they are out of contention right uh bangladesh uh, they considered 10 goals against jordan and iran and they are also out right so so listeners make of that what you will you know so i'm not going to i'm not going to say what our chances at the asian cup are but uh, the news that bala devi is out i think it should just send alarm bells across the indian women's football community because i mean it's a huge huge huge, huge loss if she if she if she doesn't make it to the tournament i mean uh, for people who are not aware it's literally the equivalent of the indian men's team going into the afc asian cup without sunil chhetri it's it's the same sunil chhetri and sandeep singh sunil chhetri and sandeep singh yeah exactly bala devi plays that role bala devi is so pivotal for that team like she is this is head and shoulders above everybody else so huge huge loss if it happens having said that my favorite player in indian women's team is danmay grace she is good she is very good yes very good yeah we'll get to see them play when the asian cup happens mm-hmm. if not before during the four nation competition which which i expect there will be some sort of a telecast please afr make it happen mm-hmm. they just uh, play here. well guys uh, moving on to the question there are a lot many of them so let's go one by one first up is a question from a handle that goes by the name ಅಬೌಟ್ ಶೀರ್ಷಕ್ತಿ ಓಕೆ ಬರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೀನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಯರ್ ಬಟ್ ದೇ ನೋ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ರೋಷನ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದಿ ಅಜಯ್ ಚೇತ್ರೀಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಆಲ್ ಲಿಯೋನ್ ಅಗಸ್ಟಿನ್ ಯಾ ಯಾ ಲಿಯೋನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬಿನ್ ಪ್ಲೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನೈಸ್ ದಟ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ನೌ ಅಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಪುಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಔಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಐ ಬಿ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಐ ಬಿನ್ ಆಫನ್ ಕ್ರಿಟಿಕಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಬಿ ಎಫ್ ಸಿ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಅಲಾಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಎಫ್ ಸಿ ಗೋವಾ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ಟೂ ಕ್ಲಬ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಸ್ಪೆಂಡ್ ಅ ಲಾಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಮನಿ ಆನ್ ದೇರ್ ಯೂತ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ and they are starting to see some plus points from it like now the under 13s and under 15s in bfc is a lot of local players another criticism towards them was they never had any karnataka or bangalore players in the team in the age groups and things now they are starting to develop those so in another 3 4 year 5 year 6 years you will see them also coming through and bangalore generally has a very good uh, vibrant football culture at the moment the covid notwithstanding so it's only a matter i think uh, in 15 years you will see a lot of players from karnataka Yeah, think because that's the way the graph is going, and uh, mm. so Karnataka has had a slump. Now they're slowly coming back. Four Arrows players were from Bangalore this year. Uh, huh. this huh. So it's coming back. 
and bsc will reap a lot of benefit and they are also uh, one of the catalysts for a lot of changes also to be fair so kudos to them and yeah great team really enjoyable lots of guts uh, lots of fight and at the end of the day that's that's what counts when I mean, people often this is my pet peeve they always talk about tactics and moving player player sometimes it's just the attitude like you go there ready to fight ready to fight ball after ball don't drop your head if you're losing the fight so mm-hmm. these are all important characters and i think bsc has done a phenomenal job yeah well the next question comes in from roshan uh, he wants to know which players uh, who have, who participated uh, of the participated isl teams especially from the reserve squad should mm-hmm. get an opportunity in the isl this season or do you want to take this uh uh yeah i think uh, he's right i think there are some who who have definitely deserved the you know opportunity to go and play in the senior teams uh, some are already playing in the senior teams i think leon for example is already playing in the senior team and um, i definitely think he said he said for a bigger role uh, naram roshan singh is also part of the first team he'll also said for a bigger role um, abdul rabi from the hyderabad fc reserves was also very good i felt um jamshedpur uh not i'm not sure this there's anybody who i'd recommend for the senior team there um fc goa reserves i felt uh, papuya is one um, i've seen this kid for almost 3 uh, years now it's, it's good to see him finally you know getting his chance uh, along with the big boys uh him nemil obviously the uh, you know we've spoken about him he'll definitely be a part of the the senior team all of these guys uh but mainly yeah, going to what uh, sandeep is saying i think the reserve should just come in the mentality you know we can defeat anybody we can do anything and uh, you know uh i think bfc reserves also showed us that you know and they were really good they were really good uh i think uh, it's a very good group of youngsters that that musa has and uh, uh they should definitely be trusted more i mean uh, you should these guys should should get more opportunities in the isl yeah and one more thing about bsc right another thing that i asked musa about this mm-hmm. is lot of these players are able to play multiple positions so parag plays right back left back he played center back mm-hmm. he can play all these roshan can play left back left wing all of those things so they are playing in multiple positions right mm-hmm. and uh, for someone like udanta now they have options till for a long time he was sort of unchallenged in that right wing role mm-hmm. now he is leon he has uh, roshan who can play he has a foreigner who can play on that side now he has um, uh, ashik who can push him a little bit uh, to play better and things like that so we might see him having to raise his level which is what we want right healthy competition is what we want and bsc has options up front even edmund ralandika if he's uh, going to do something in the next few months or something maybe he can come and push as well center midfield you have ajay chetri who has a lot of potential honestly that kid he walks the field sometimes in the local divisions so you have to see how it goes but there is a lot of good talent in that team and uh, they'll need them especially now with the one less foreigners in the team so right up next is a question specifically only for sandeep this is what i asked rakesh rakesh wants to know and there are a lot many questions okay first up what's happening with chennai city fc are they not keen on vili and was there any to to chennai fc taking over Chennai FC takeover is gone. Uh, that I don't yeah. think is happening anymore. Yeah. There was a period in time where it could have happened, but it's not happening. Yeah, they are they are playing the I League is what I hear. <clears throat> they are they are playing the I League is what I hear. Like I League also, if you see the last year or maybe last year for sure, last year or two, they have sort of 
win that we will put out a team with a lot of uh, tamil nadu players mm. we'll give them opportunity and that's it they are not spending too much because there's mm. no light at the end of the tunnel no? yeah you're putting all this money you're not going to get promoted and then you'll always be in the second division you're not getting uh, publicity you're not getting uh, television broadcasts it's tough to find sponsors why would you throw away a lot of money so they are investing a lot of money in uh, coimbatore where they are trying to build a facility and things so uh, they have some work uh, going on along with fc basel in that sense yeah. so yeah they are more concentrated on those side of things but Makes i think Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense to build from the ground up and you know yeah. uh, try and sell produce players and then sell them on. I think even Rohit Ramesh has also got interest in Tamil Nadu football federation, right? Mm. So for him, it might be important to sort of help the whole community because yeah. Tamil Nadu had a great footballing culture. If you go back in, <coughs> still has, still has. There are still villages there uh, which play a lot of football, especially in, in southern Tamil Nadu. Yeah, Madurai uh, is very good. Yeah, if you go to North Chennai, if you go uh, to uh, uh, if you go to Suicide Hamlet, I think it's Tutur in in the Kanyakumari district, right? If you go to these places, there are villages in Tamil Nadu which have the same culture as um, that in Kerala, also, and that that's 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 saying something, right? Uh, Tamil Nadu, yes, ha- always had a great affinity for the game, always had a great culture. Uh, it's just that I think uh, Rohit Ramesh might do the ecosystem a big favor than just concern Chennai city, we concern Tamil Nadu football. uh he's his team has already scouted a lot of good talents and you know send them to other teams right so he could be doing three four times that if he concentrates on uh, tamil nadu football yeah all right that about chennai city fc and tamil nadu football uh, at large but we are not done with rakesh's questions as more to it he and more to do with teams from the south of india any truth to potential investment in kerala blasters uh, so question is for sandeep because that's what the listeners have asked from from who from chennai no any truth to potential investment uh, to kerala blasters uh, not that i know of no they don't need money kerala has money what they need is people with brains to do the job Yeah, <laughs> something that Sandeep is really trying for. You know, there's a question about Kerala Blasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I beg your pardon. Is there a question on Kerala Blasters, or should we go right? There is. Okay, okay. Same. There is more. There is more. Okay, so uh, what yes, to do with uh, be, uh, yeah? Uh, Neville BSC Neville. Uh, so Neville, we already spoken. Some of the players in BSC also we spoke of. Shivshakti is a good player, uh, especially in the local division. He's like lit it on fire. But you have to see because you know, it's an incremental thing. We have to see where his uh, <clears throat> feeling is. Hmm. So so far he's done well. Hmm. I don't know if he scored a goal in uh, Durand Cup. Not sure. Maybe he scored yes. one. Yes. yes. So, yeah. So but he does a lot of running, and he's he's young, so he'll fill out. He's going to grow and hmm. probably put some muscle on as well. So once his physicality keeps up with his uh, skills, I think he'll be good. All right. Moving on. The next question comes from a handle named Kai. Hmm. Uh, the question is: Any thoughts on Mohammedan Sporting so far and their chances in the upcoming I League? Or why not? Why don't you take it? I think um, the way they play the first two matches, I thought they were favourites for the I League. Uh, seems to be a very fluid setup this year. Uh, but then uh, from then it's gone all awry because uh, they fielded pretty much the same team in the Calcutta Football League also, and they suffered two defeats. Then they lost to Bengaluru United also. uh so it's kind of been a mixed bag for them uh but yeah pre-season is always too early to judge i feel they'll be among the favorites for the i league this year uh i feel it's a more um, well-rounded setup than last year 
I also feel they have a better uh, coaching setup this year. Uh, they're playing a brand of football which is which is pleasing on the eye, which is good to watch. And um, I, I I think I think they'll be there and thereabouts. I definitely <clears throat> expect them to finish in the top three of the I League at least this year. All right, that about Mohammedan Sporting. There's uh, a question coming in. This is got uh, largely to do with women's football and the way Karnataka is dealing. Uh, is handling their women's football out there. This question is from Desmond Mathais, a guy who follows women's football and has been active on Twitter about the same. Question uh, coming to you, Sandeep. Karnataka yeah. women's A, uh, mm-hmm. a division ended today with uh, modern girls winning. Three-tie structure be used by the KSFA. Interesting, exciting both. Yet there is a question mark around whether it's going to yeah. going in the right direction. Too long a question for um, the community. Look, the, it's a... All I would say is Karnataka is at least doing something. Instead so, of tweeting about it. Yeah, instead of just tweeting about it and uh, all of those things that a lot of other federations uh, mm. are doing and a lot of other federation presidents and all those people may be doing. Mm. But the point is they're doing something. So they had an A division, the stupid division already or the mm. top, high top division already. So they invited a lot more clubs to come in, uh, conducted a tournament uh, with uh, I think 11 teams or whatever. So they had uh, eight in the top, or no? They want to have ten, ten, and ten. So they're trying their hardest to make sure that there is a three-division league. Plus, on top of that, they have they are sort of <coughs> insistent on the fact that this is going to be a league format. <coughs> they are not going to make it like into those one of those knockout games and things because a lot of the time in, in women's football, they, there is a minimum amount of games that you have to play. So that's really generally four or six or something. So a lot of these places they just make sure that they play six games. Might be between four teams. Or they'll just randomly play some random number of games and just make the cut. So Karnataka uh, Federation are very interested in uh, like you know ensuring that these kids get a chance to play. So in that sense, I think it's very good. And I don't know how many other uh, uh, associations or states have a potential three-tier women's league. No, 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 no. So no. they're doing very a lot of good things. Uh, other other outside women's football also this uh, new association. Because we had one for uh, for a long time, then they changed, and the new guys have come. They've done well, yeah. and I would always say bottom up is the right approach because mm-hmm. simply because of the fact that you need your roots to be strong to grow well. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, at least they're trying their hardest. They're doing a lot more women's. I mean, last two years, in the last even during COVID time, I think they've conducted at least three women's tournaments of various levels, age group, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Kudos to them. Hopefully, hopefully people will uh, continue this and the new people will also join. And I'm I'm just going to add on to what Sandeep said, right? Um, so, and Des, you know, I've had this conversation with you several times, right? I've had this conversation with the with the questioner Desmond Mathas a lot of times. I believe in a bottom up approach as well. But bottom up approach is the right approach, right? Uh, football for all the glitz and glamour and money has always has to be grown bottom up like like without the base of the pyramid being strong the entire building will fall down it's 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 simple right that having said sometimes the right approach is a carrot approach show that show the teams the carrot at the end right so this is essentially them creating a three tire league right could also be them saying listen uh, if you are if you are a team which is building bottom up if you are a team which is first wants to field your under 15s or under 16s 
do it in the do it in the uh, third division of uh, of KSFA, then go on to the second division, then get promoted to the top division, right? That's also not a very bad approach in my in in my book, right? As long as there's a constant pool of players that's feeding these teams, that's feeding the KWL teams, right? Now the KSFA really has to concentrate on finding the players for these top tier teams. Otherwise, these top tier teams will think, yes, why are we fielding a senior team? Right? Because not only do they want to win the KWL, at some point of time, they want to win the IWL also. But they can only do that in a sustainable manner if they have enough local players who are coming in. Right? So that they don't have to spend a lot of money on getting Manipuris, uh, Mizos, you know, Khasi players. Right? So, definitely, I feel KSF has taken really good steps. Three-tire league is welcome. Uh, the next steps is one to establish um, under 13 league. I feel because um, I've seen in Indian women's football 14, 15 anyway play in the senior senior divisions, right? Of uh, Bala Devi started playing to the national team, which was 15. Uh, Bembem, I think, started playing for national team, which was 14 or 13. I think I'm not sure, right? Uh, Senorita, we had heard, heard her name going around. She played when she was 12. Start a start a under 13 league. Make sure the baby leagues feed the under 13 leagues, right? And please make sure at some point of time, either third division, make it longer. Please make it longer, right? Uh, do not compromise on game time. That is the, the one thing I would I, I would say. And uh, just anecdote: uh, in Delhi, there's a very good outfit for women's football called Khel Khel Meto Foundation, right? These guys uh, play 80% of their matches. Either against boys of their own age, they're 13, 14 year olds, boys of their own age, or women of an older age, right? They this year they played in the uh, Delhi senior division uh, for a team called Rangers with an average age of 14, right? So I definitely think for the level that Indian women's football is currently at, age is no bar. I would say please gladly field your 14, 15 year olds in the in the senior division, and it does not. It does not make any difference. It does not do not deter them. There is no there is there is no lower age limit. I feel for this. Right. There is some interesting conversation about mm-hmm. women's football in the podcast I did with Steve Darby, which will drop next week. Mm-hmm. So make sure to check that also because he spoke a little bit about the developing football in uh, Vietnam and all those things. He's yeah. coached women's Australian team as well for the World Cup, and so he has some. Uh, I mean, not some. There's a lot of credibility to talk about this. Mm. So, yeah, we can check that out. So. Well, that will be out next week. But moving on with this episode, guys, we have a few more questions. First up, uh, using some East Asian language to spell out their name. Uh, the question that, that it's a four-part question. First up, the status on the Elite Youth Leagues. Orco is there? Cancelled. Cancelled for this year. Cancel for this Cancel year. For this this year. year. Uh, the reserves league happening this year. Would it be televised? Um, some teams wanted it. Some teams said, obviously, we know which other teams which are short sighted. The short sighted team said, you know, it's not worth it. There's one ISL team who does not have a youth system at all. This water not water. just one ISL team. No, 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 no. no, no. There's one ISL team who's a legacy team who does not have a youth system anymore because when they took over MERS or whatever it is. Uh, I heard that the thing has shut down. I am not Use sure. The word you want. This is what I heard. Yeah. Again, I, I didn't uh, dig too deep into that because... Yeah. All right. <laughs> Can we answer the question? Is it happening this time or we are still... Uh, for now, it seems to be off. 
Uh, you expected them to do well they played couple of games against kerala united and all those things so we like ah okay they coming in but again, i didn't watch any other preseason games so i can't be uh, too bad i mean aware of what they were playing but in duran cup they abs- i mean i think it's just a factor of composure because they just cannot uh, deal with deal with it because against bfc they i have never seen a team just absolutely self implode and burst into flames like uh, what happened there unbelievable so they had some two or three red cards i three red cards of which two were absolutely yeah. unnecessary like they were done one was an elbow to a guy when he was jumping like it is so blatant and he was on a yellow card there's no way he's going to escape it is came purely out of frustration and wanting to leave one on the other club and that kind of attitude is gone only so uh, yeah it's just uh, i don't know man that team it just Irks me so much because there was absolutely zero thought what it would look like that putting into buying mm. players and selling players. So I put that uh, this thing the other day, right, about the money that they gave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I have to again say this: it's not the original money sum. <laughs> the money spent is significantly higher, or at least a portion higher for sure. But the point is, 
these guys are spending that much money just go through the whole hmm. table the number of times they have played the hype they generate the fan base they have and the finishes they have does not do you can't think of them as a big thing they they it's just sad to say they're not because they've never done anything to show that they are going to be a top 4 team constantly challenge at the top 4 because you look at other teams uh, hyderabad has moved up um, goa has always up there Chennai is an up and down team. Either they are right at the top or right at the bottom. So they are one of those teams. BFC has made a name for themselves. Last year they had a bad year, so we have to see if they can sustain. Yeah. Two slots though is always gone because uh, Mohan Bagan and uh, uh, Mumbai has uh, spent the whole uh, country's budget on players. Hmm. So you know all these kind of things. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just social media numbers. <laughs> Accept the fact that uh, there are errors in the, what is happening systematically in that club. And then uh, fix it. You can't uh, blame the pitch. They both teams played on the same pitch. Hmm. It's not like they played on the bad pitch and the other team played on the other side. So yeah, just deal with the fact that Sanjeev uh, <laughs> Bajaj and the touchline was an absolute. <laughs> Sorry, Blasters fans. Every time Sandeep says this injury team loses half its subscribers. Sorry, Blasters fans. Blasters good team. Don't listen to Sandeep. Okay. Don't 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 listen to Sandeep. The drop in viewership. It just it comes out of frustration. That's all. Because I want the Kerala team to do well. Because let's look at this objectively, right? I was reading about the history of football in Kerala and all that kind of things. Hmm. The number of players that they used to produce, the number of players now is reduced. Hmm. The sevens a culture which has sort of elevated players up. at one point is not doing the same mm. so what happened there did the sevens game not evolve when the rest of the world's football evolved or uh, so what is happening in uh, in kerala that uh, they are not producing players despite having an amazing uh, fan culture i wouldn't say participation culture amazing fan culture i so, think they used to play a lot of matches before they which they yeah, don't which they they don't anymore to be honest like i, think, uh, uh, in, in, I, I think, I am I am Bagera Joe Paul. They've come out and they've said that you know we used to play a lot of matches before. We 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 just we just simply don't anymore. Yeah, and this sevens tournament also, right? I was wondering about this. I, there's no scientific fact to back me on this, you know. So back in the day when I am Vijay and Joe Paul Anjeri, uh, all these people, if you see, everybody came up. Anas also for that matter. The the sevens footballers can put climb up, and the world football level or the national football level is there. Hmm. but now it seems like the level of sevens have stayed but the world has gone forward so it's taking them time to catch up i am not sure because the last time i saw a sevens game it's a lot about uh, shooting from range and immediately one touch shots and things like that so you can see in sahil he has a lot of uh, close control and ability to wriggle out of tight spaces but the moment the space opens up he has to look up and find a pass he takes a half a second extra often hmm. by that time the pass is gone uh, so i maybe there is a some sort of a lack of frequency in the same level or something it just seems like it's gone a little down i want to find out what more it is i'll ask around the time but kerala blasters with uh, million followers on twitter and social media and what not they should actually look at you know uh, performing well imagine the fanfare if the team had actually been doing well. Mm. It's like this now. So imagine the fan base if they had actually been doing well. That would have been phenomenal. That would be great, great for Indian football, great for Kerala football and Indian football. Yeah. Right now we can only imagine. I feel. Like well, just carrying on from what Sandeep said, or there's something that I wanted to ask you. This problem has not been like for two or three seasons. This has been a perennial problem for 
Kerala Blasters. Every season they begin with a lot of expectations, a lot of hope, hmm. but eventually everything is push. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think firstly, uh, firstly I think uh, Kerala need a philosophy, right? Uh, For so, that they need continuity. No, no. Okay, so here it is, okay. right? Avnit is uh, right. Huh? No, Pavnit's comment is right, yes. Huh, yeah. Yeah, is right. Uh, no, apart from just Sal, right? Uh, so, FC Goa lost their coach and a lot of players, correct? But they said, you know, this is how we want to play. We want to control the tempo. We want to control the matches. We play like this, right? Playing long ball is not necessarily a bad philosophy. It's a philosophy, right? But at least define yourselves a philosophy and always recruit according to that philosophy and recruit i know just don't mean players i mean coaches also right anybody any staff even uh, even if you're recruiting a reserves coach recruit him according to that philosophy right first let's have a philosophy in place right so that is someone missing because uh, you saw Koppel, Koppel play a different way you saw kibu kibu tried to play a wholly different way you know ivan wants to come in he playing a completely different way. So, every time it's confusing to the player also, right? He has to adopt, top and change himself according to what the coach wants every year, right? You can give them continuity, right? But, I mean, there should be, there should be a clear, you know, clear idea of how we want to play, right? That, I think, not just a blasters, a lot of teams in India, that, they lack that. So, uh, I think the first step is to take a step back is to analyze the problems. I feel, uh, and someone said, you know, maybe sacking Ilko was a mistake. Yes, Ilko was a good coach. Ilko did the best with what he could. But uh, again, like, was was Ilko's uh, philosophy in line with, you know, what they wanted, right? That is a big question. Would Ilko have improved the team the second day? Ilko did finish eighth, if I'm not wrong, Right. Bilko uh, had a few good results, but beyond that, what? Right? Yeah. So uh, I think somewhere down the line, uh, one or two coaches, Kerala Blasters, they, they deserve a couple of years to just to see what they can do. Right? Uh, now we have Ivan. Let's see how many years he gets. I don't know if he will get. Uh, for my money, Kibu didn't really show anything for the Blasters to show faith in him and you know hand him another season. Because they were all over the place. In a, in a match that, you know, must-win match, I think it was against Hyderabad. They lost 4-0, I think, last season. So, uh, sorry to say this, but I think Kibu was completely out of his death at the, at the ISL level. Yeah. All right, that about... So last is again asked about Karnataka State League. Hmm. I don't know if we spoke about this before. Hmm. But basically, I'll say this though, that the league is improving because we are getting... Uh, Good. I mean, every year when you go watch the Super Division and all, its quality is better. But I would still say it's a little below the quality of a Calcutta League or a Goa Pro League uh, or even a Mizoram uh, Premier League and whatnot. Hmm. But uh, every year it's slowly, slowly getting better. We have three decent teams now. Bangalore FC is there, Kickstart is there and uh, FCBU. And MEG is also doing quite well for a services team. They are uh, really good. ASC is okay. So, uh, the level is improving slowly and slowly. and uh, But still, it's largely determined by the people who play 
the top three. So when they play against each other is when the table mm-hmm. is more or less decided. No, but but listen, is at one point of time it was the top one. It was just BFC, right? Yeah, yeah, then it became the top two. Now it's mm-hmm. a top three, right? Yeah, and MEG is good, man. I'm telling you, last year they were really yeah. up in the second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our game. favorite striker, uh, Chanamba Jyotin Singh. Jyotin Singh used to play there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my point is uh, to to Subhash, a Karnataka state level league might involve a lot of traveling, a lot of logistical difficulties. I do not think it makes sense uh, right now. I think what you can do is probably. Take the winner of every district and have like a mini yeah. tournament at the end of. Yeah, yeah. so KSFA has a plan huh. uh, which they are working on to ensure. So they have, hmm. they have over 100 and something clubs, I think, or nearly 100 clubs. Easily. Easily. Because in Can- Bangalore yeah. itself, I think, will have. Bangalore has 90 C division teams or something. So yeah. they are playing district level leagues now. And there is a plan next year to make sure that the best teams from the different districts are going to come and yeah. play. I think uh, this year, uh, Kodagu FC is playing. Kodagu, the- yeah. Uh, B division league or the C division league? Of, yeah, uh, they're coming into super division also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're paid and gotten. So yeah, yeah. Logistically, it's a bit difficult to have a year-round league, district-wise. Right. But I feel it's good exposure for the other districts if they play a top Bangalore team. Yeah. So they they're going to do that. They're going to do that. They're going to have all the leagues and then come together and play yeah. uh, maybe yeah. one team. Yeah. Also, just for other viewers, right? Why Karnataka is improving is no-brainer. Essentially, Bangalore is new money. Right, Mumbai Delhi is old money, Bangalore is new money. Right. So as and more more money comes into the game, you're seeing more and more outfits becoming professional. It's not just Thickstart, FCBU, or uh, uh, BFC, right? You have uh, now very well-renowned academy. You have a Roots Academy, which is well-renowned. Yeah, very good academy. Final and lost. Yeah, you because uh, you Roots produced, I think, uh, Sanjeev Stalin, Henry Antony, all of these guys are from Roots. Ashreya Sketkar. Who played for the Arrows last year is also from. He's also from FCB. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but he, he was in Roots before yeah, yeah. Uh, he joined uh, FCB. And also, there is mm-hmm. Karnataka has a lot of. I mean, Bangalore specifically has a lot of uh, extra money, right? Disposable ah. income. So the yeah. kids are allowed to go and play. Plus, there are new grounds coming up uh, quite mm-hmm. often. Uh, we, the, it, the initially, it was just the two grounds, but now we have uh, ah. MEG ground. Uh, MEG is conducting things over there. There are a lot of. Uh, there's South United ground also. You here. have you have, have Hennur, yeah. you have your BFS, FSC. yeah. Also, smaller five side grounds where uh, they run the training programs in the morning as well. Correct. So kids are playing also, a lot. Also, I think parents are monetarily stable, so they are like, listen, yeah. if even if the kid doesn't grow up to be a, first of all, it's a myth that you know you can't be a MBA plus a footballer. You can't, you can't, you can't do both together. You can, you can do education and and. You know, and sport together, uh, and I think uh, thankfully, thankfully, Bangalore's parents, whether they're immigrants or whether they're whether they're, they're Kannadikas, they're finally realizing it that yes, sport is an essential part of the curriculum. And also, and, interestingly, Karnataka always had uh, players who are coming from the lower uh, this thing, right? Lower economic background. Yeah. Is, uh, and those players are still coming through. But no. we are seeing the other side also from players from Delhi public school and all these kind of schools also playing more and more. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, I think that is fundamentally what's mm-hmm. going to happen because uh, if you are a youngster in in Bangalore and you want to play games mm-hmm. and you join, say, Roots Academy or FCBU or BFC Academy, you play 40 to 50 games mm-hmm. a year. That could be seven aside, five aside, whatever small tournaments and weekends and whatnot. But you play 50, 60 games in development yeah. time. 
this is an addition to maybe two days training or whatever and uh, playing games is the most important thing and that is what the whole country is starved of so mm-hmm. karnataka and bangalore specifically is really developing a strong culture for uh, playing football also i mean you have to give credit to epl and things like that because there are a lot of fans who did that and all these guys who have now come to bangalore play on these turfs and when they have a family now because epl started in the early 2000s right so those kids must be in their 30s 40s they have kids now they are allowing kids to play football because they enjoy football so you also play football so i never played in turf until i came to bangalore until i was 22 i always played on normal grounds and things so the whole concept is really really taking off here so Mm. Yeah, they just need to make sure that they funnel it right. And we'll have a lot of good players when we are in next fifteen years. All right, guys. There's one set of questions remaining, which uh, our listener has sent. Mm. Name is Shreyas, and there are there, there are three questions to us. First, uh, is Siddharth now may come current status? He was last order for a trial in Slo- Slovenia. Siddharth is playing uh, for Sudeva now. He played for Sudeva in the Durand Cup. He's going to be part so, of the I League uh, squad. Great. Second bit are under sixteen boys and Bibiano Fernandez. What's happening with them? Mm, stagnant for now. Silence is an answer, I suppose. Stagnant for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just training. They're just training. Isolation. Yeah, they're just training. All right. The last bit is something that we have already spoken about the Chennai City and CFC merges. That's not happening. Yeah. And I think uh, okay. Pavneet Paji has asked for predictions for Durand Cup also. We know They're the just qu- popping it up. There you go. We know the quarterfinal lineup also. Oh, yeah. okay. Tell me, I I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, I'll just now. You can just talk. Yeah, just 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 keep it on the screen so that we can just. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I just pull it away. But at least now it's like we have some football to talk about. And I don't know what happens uh, after I League and selling qualifier ends for two weeks. Then, no, some someone will do something. No, someone will someone will tweet something <laughs> and we can take, we can talk about it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> मोहमेडन गोकुलम केडिक्शन आई थिंक गोकुलम just about edges this i feel because mohammedans not in the best form i would I'm say i'm going to go with mohammedan here okay we disagree yes gokulam being uh, my home team i'm just going to uh, go okay how many I home teams you said kerala blasters home team now you're saying yeah, gokulam no. everything is every kerala team is that's my team now kochi kochi police will also become home team now kochi like, i never watched them play dude it's one of the great sadness in my life that i never watched i am vijay play other than one day no but one day we should do a pod in the 97 victory like some the major victory that was oh, okay because we, <laughs> <laughs> we should we should army red versus I jersey did i wear a jersey with 19 97 you should yeah yeah you should you should we should, we should. We should. You should. You should. I actually think BU's best signing this year has been Thakram James Singh. I mm-hmm. think uh, I I really like the guy and uh, he's screening the defense really well. I yeah. feel I feel I excellent, think, right? And he's not very old. Uh, he's and not. He plays a center back also. I think he's he, moved him to. Victory. His original place is center back, yeah, but I think yeah. Richard being Richard has discovered a better use for yeah. him excellent. because you know there are no DMs in Indian football. That the, DM is one of the positions yeah. which we always say. We lack in Indian football, so and that that guy was exceptional against Mohammedan on that slushy pitch. Yeah, James. 
Yeah, so uh, I think he could be the difference maker in the I League qualifiers yeah. as well. For me, uh, Manzi only because Manzi sort yeah. of uh, he goals and assists sure, but his right. mere presence sort of pulls at least two players, which allows uh, the winger to go free. And we've seen them use that a lot of times. So I think uh, Luca Maisen is also a very good addition to the team. He's just he's just one guy who bosses the midfield. Like he's he is very aware of, of of what he has to do to the for the team. I think I think uh, I think I think the Ily qualifies between these two teams only. Uh, BU Delhi, and for hmm. me the for me the dark horses are uh, Brinti because hmm. because you know northeast teams they don't give up yeah. f. They always come, you know, and uh, they have superb cohesion among themselves. And uh, for our listeners, seven of the nine second division tournaments have been won by northeastern teams. So that says it all, I think. Well, Orko, you know you can swear on this show. This is an irritation. <laughs> 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 all right, the, the final quarterfinal: Bangalore FC up against Army Green. I think this is Bangalore. I think this is BFC. BFC, I think, yeah. It'll be great if they get to the final for the kids also to do that. Yeah. I don't think BFC has won Duran Cup. I think they lost in penalties one time. Ha! Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. happened in Goa, I remember. Yeah, I think Sonal Chetri missed the final penalty. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, that will be great how, for them. That's how the cookie crumbles. No, no, because he is the one who takes them there. <laughs> then, yeah. for him to be yeah. I'm just waiting. If Delhi FC upsets Goa, right? Hmm. Ranjit will pull a Jose Mourinho. He will... Walk on the <laughs> slide onto it, and it's like, yes, <laughs> like I am just waiting for that moment because with Ranjit, there's always a photographic moment, right? So I'm just waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his players yeah. might not be yeah. also for him to play as many games it's, as possible. It's it's retribution for him also. It's yeah. retribution time for him also, yeah. honestly. And uh, Anwar Ali, honestly, I mean, I can see of the under 17 batch, uh, that kid is. Probably the best, best of the lot. Aman Chetri has gone off the face of the earth, sadly. I think Aman Chetri needs needs to drop a level to the I League yeah, to himself, exactly. and then he's again. Still Chennai, right? Yeah, but uh, if you've seen Aman Chetri play, the guy is is gold, is gold, uh, and, and he's legitimately the right age that he's he's, he's right age, he's right, <laughs> he's right age. Uh, <clears throat> like we won't speak about any <laughs> age related topics. On this, I promise you, I, I won't speak about. Need another hour for that. Yeah. No, no. Aman is, we know he is physically the correct age. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, is, is, everyone is right age, guys. Everyone is right age. Even everyone even Mookie, guys. No one Even Mookie is no right age. No one freaking huh. All right, guys. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Before I go, just a quick reminder: you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Our handle goes by the name of Injury Time IND, and you can individually follow us as well. Our handles should pop up sometime here once I try to figure out how that happens. Yes, there you go on the screen. <laughs> Sandeep Orko is not on Twitter, so don't follow him. You can follow him on Instagram, he's pretty active there. And of course, uh, disappearing because everybody is on social media telling everybody to disappear. No, no, but has just done it, yeah, but there nobody is disappearing, everybody is telling just disappear because this lady said you can disappear. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, I think Pavneet Paji told us great episode. Thank you. Paji, uh, and you may not agree with everything we say, but we will always try to bring our honest views to the to the listener. And uh, yeah, but I know I am I am Gaurav Mukhi. No comments on that. 
मुखी को ढूंढना नामुमकिन है जमशेदपुर प्रॉडिजी इंटरेस्टिंग But uh, yes, I think uh, yeah, they were yeah. they were bound to play on the Mohan Bagan. Yeah, I know, but I think it's impossible to play on the Mohan. I I agree with them that it's it's very difficult. Yeah, they can't play, especially the kind of football they want to play. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean any kind. Of, it's not you can't play football on there. You can play Quidditch on that. You you can't you can't yeah. you can't play football on that. That was our ground, man. That was the ground that we used to play. Sashi, where the ball doesn't roll. Yeah, but you are not paid. You are not being paid one CR a year, right? For no. for. And you are not paying for the title, which is after some twenty games, and he did not score a goal for Chelsea against West Ham. He tried to dribble, ball got stuck, and all the defenders went in that direction. Is the only reason he scored that goal. You are not being paid one CR a year to go and draw against Nepal. Okay, let's just end it there. Okay. <laughs> A really good note to end the show. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll bring you. In. We'll continue talking about football on social media and in our next episode. As in our next episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Joining in. Thank you, Orko, and thanks a lot, Sandeep. We'll see you soon.